tuning in to the Negative Space Station podcast, where we take the sights and sounds of Cleveland and give a voice to it. Today we're talking with Taylor Lamborn. What up? And uh, <laughs> we're here to talk about November 16th. Yeah, it's the, the best day of the year. The best day of the year. It's an odd, that whole weekend for me, I got my mom's birthday that day, and like one of my best friend's birthdays the day before, and like, who's on the 14th? Um... I think Gaul or someone someone else like I know that I see all the time. I think Gaul's birthday is like with yeah, within those three days, there's a lot of friends I have that were born. I hope that everybody has parties at Negative Space. Baboom. On the sixteenth. On the (laughs) sixteenth. Belated birthday parties. Belated birthday or birthday parties. Yeah. Well, that as well. That would I mean, be the, they could plan their birthday party. Here. We should we should make that the theme of the show. It should be a birthday party show for everyone who's bash. not playing. Yeah, birthday bash for the audience. For and for everybody whose birthday it isn't as well. Yeah. So the to bees and the RA has bins. Yeah. That sounds kind of. I don't know. Hey. <laughs> so <laughs> you used to do a lot here at Negative Space, actually. I think yeah. you did what I'm doing. No, right? not exactly. Okay. Um, How did you I, get involved here? Okay, so my co- one of my uh, college professors and mentors um, is named James Levin, and he was on okay. the board of Negative Space in its very Where'd early Where did you go to college? Years. College of Worcester. Okay. Um, and they wanted to bring in some, I guess, like fresh eyes. So okay. I joined the board in 2000 and, oh, I have no idea, 13, <laughs> 12, 13. It was sometime around then okay. i remember <laughs> and, seeing seeing your sticker here everywhere so like i'd known you play here because i saw yeah, the sticker evidence uh-huh. so sean was the main like booking guy gotcha um i kind of more helped try and did you run just sound? organize things oh, okay. and um i with the social media i helped ari figure out how to build the website okay um and i I don't know. I did a, oh, just a whole bunch of stuff, and I would come and man events and take tickets and come to board meetings and kind of like give my opinion on things because I've got very strong, annoying opinions. And well, you know, that's not a bad they thing. Appreciated it. It I definitely think. shaped up the place here because that website is still in use. Yeah. People still run tickets. So uh-huh. if, maybe if you weren't here doing that, we might have not done that. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, I don't know. Also, that could be. My big thing. I really pushed to get them to. Like, I wanted so badly for them to have, like, a regular source of income, like, having, like, a little gift shop or something. Okay. And so seeing that come up, like, that makes me so happy because, um, I don't know. They they, they create so much art, but sometimes it's a little bit outside of, like, somebody's, like, a poor musician's ability. But everybody can buy a t-shirt, right? For sure. Yeah, definitely. Especially, like, 15 (laughs) bucks or whatever. That's nothing compared Mm -hmm. to, like, 800 bucks for... For the art. <laughs> yeah. When I'm a billionaire, I'm going to buy all of Gotti's art and just decorate uh, my whole house with it. <laughs> He's got some cool pieces for it's sure. It's sweet. I love it. Yeah. Was it a... So you went to Wooster. What'd you go to Wooster for? I was a double major in communication studies and studio art. Um, okay. So that on, like, put you in the right place here. Yeah. Like, cool. Uh-huh. So your professor was probably in the art realm? Well, actually, so no. James Levin, he, uh, he was a visiting professor teaching entrepreneurship okay and and like creativity in entrepreneurship okay so um i actually never had him in class he just ran a club that i was part of that's sometimes that's how you meet the best teachers Mm -hmm. when they're not teaching you 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he did teach me just like in the but club not in setting. The, yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. So, so communications, did that has that helped? I have worked so many jobs yeah. in my lifetime. I'm basically like because an, of that? an 80 year old woman. Um, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna so say. <laughs> out of out of school, I worked as the director of marketing, and mm-hmm. my my. I guess vision of myself as an employed worker would be I would be in some like visual branding situation but it was for a startup and so I was basically like the lead person for multiple departments and it just was a lot of work yeah um say say the least say it lightly Uh say it nice yeah um (laughs) but I met I met some of like my favorite people in the world working there and I don't know um since then I've been a server I've gone back and worked for that firm again they they had me go back before they relocated to houston and then like i came around as a musician because i don't know I, yeah. it's a long story but <laughs> where, where, where's music been in for you like for, for mainly it's been like a release for me okay like, um did you start at when did you start so i started playing music when i had my first job there okay. were a lot of things that I didn't like about my job, but okay. I had a good paycheck. So I was like, so. I'm going to record an album. <laughs> that's what I did. Dis album, what up? No, well, I yeah, know, I, it was a diss yeah. album, I guess. I don't know. I was a very immature songwriter at that point. It's funny. I No one starts off as like No, but I have Bob like Dylan's. on Spotify <laughs> my my immaturity is still for the world to listen to. <laughs> I actually, Which you can find at... Taylor Lamborn, yeah. Spotify link here in the bottom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Click it's <so> below. Funny. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> I listened to it for the first time in a very long time this morning because I was trying to figure out what I was going to sing. Yeah. And I was like, wow. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah, any like record is a capture of that time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. anything you could do or it was the best that you could writing wise and performance wise at that time mm-hmm. and like they're supposed to be like it's it's a it's a bullet the bite for sure because like i go back and i listen to some of the early sea level stuff or some of the stuff i've recorded and i'm like uh do we really want to keep this out like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly so I, I get it i get it uh-huh. but like well, it's nice for people to see the evolution. I think I just need to get oh, for some sure. more stuff out so that they can compare and contrast. <laughs> and like that, that makes it more, uh, I think people relate to it more when they're like, oh, okay, I can see where she started. And yeah. like, that's where she's at now. And like, then the, then they added the, the accordion in the next record. No one saw <laughs> that turn, like, or whatever, but. It's so funny. I actually have a melodica on my okay. first record. Really? But I'm kind of going are in weird the, instruments. Yeah. Yeah. They, to me, they make you think of Jake reggae. Jake Briggs played it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> nice. <laughs> he and I went to school together. Yeah? Um, Where'd you go? High school? No, no, no. Oh, to, to college. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that that did happen. But I'm actually doing the reverse. I think for the next album, I'm just going to strip everything down and just make it acoustic. Okay. Because I started out playing acoustic, but I've recorded every EP and... Um, album so far with a full band but I don't do that live so yeah. I want something to reflect kind of what, how I actually do perform I get it mm-hmm. like and also it's because I'm kind of in that same spot too I've been doing a lot of like uh, acoustic shows yeah. and I do like a different set than like with sea level so when I 
meet someone, I gave them the C-level CD, and they're like, oh, that was really cool. And they go listen to it, and they're like, what the, f- what is this shit? <laughs> this is not what you did. Like, exactly. There's a, there's a horn section or whatever. Like, you did not have that there. I swear I did not see it. But, um, like, uh, so I've been thinking about tracking some stuff I do by myself, and I've been kind of on that line of do I want to do what you're going to do and just do it as it is, mm-hmm. or do I want to, like, do it how, how I hear it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, that's a weird... But, like, I think doing it as it is is kind of like you capture, like, that. It makes you hone in what you're going to do every time. Mm-hmm. And like, and really get a performance that's solid. Yeah. But uh, if you add extra stuff, you can, I don't know. Well, I think even when when I do an acoustic album, I'll end up, like, reimagining all the songs live anyway. Just because yeah. I'm a so, total weirdo and I don't like doing things the same way twice. Fair <laughs> enough. And Jimi Hendrix never did anything twice. Yeah. Bob Dylan don't think twice. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so okay. Did you start with guitar? Like, cause well, that's uh, no. I started as a singer, um, and um, I wanted so badly when I was like in high school and middle school to be in a band. Yeah. But I just didn't have an outlet for that. Like, none of my friends were interested in music the way I was, and. Um, I, I didn't have anybody to really play music with, so I That's... picked up the guitar so I could accompany myself more Fair than enough. anything. Um, and I kind of just sustained myself as a like a six chord guitar player for okay. about a decade. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of songs with three, so you're already doubling the amount you need. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you're, it... a, you're a jazz player to some songwriters, right? Exactly. Um, but then uh, I. In about around 2012, when I started, um, right after I recorded my first album, I, I really started to look at the guitar as an instrument itself beyond. And then I I feel like it helped me grow so much as a songwriter and everything Got else. You. So, yeah. that, well, I mean, because it's all on you. Yeah, you know I mean, at that point, and then yeah. like you kind of get to control everything in a way. So, mm-hmm. like, the band quiets down, you know what I mean? Or it gets louder. You're, you're behind everything like that. Yeah. So, and, like, I think compared to, like, piano... Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier, even though guitar is physically a little rougher, like on like a yeah. definitely. Well, I think it, it's different for everybody. But um, so true, true. so learning the piano is really helpful for me because it's linear. It's, um, and so on teaching theory to my students. Yeah. I, Where do you teach? At the School of Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I'm so envious of them. Like I said, yeah. I like wanted so badly when I was in high school to be in a band. And these kids are going to just show up and they get to <laughs> play on stage at the yeah. end of three months. And I'm like, ah, I wish that's, I was that's you. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> I'll show you how to do it. That's, yeah. that's great, though. Uh-huh, Which one yeah. are you at? I'm at the West Side one. West Side one? Mm-hmm. I went there for like a year. You did? Yes. So did that's, Matt Miller, I found yep, out Yep, that's how I met Matt Miller. Shut up. Yep, yep. <laughs> and that's how I met... Um, Who was your teacher? Was it Lyle? Ed. But Ed. I would hang out with Lyle and I'd be like, just watch him. He would play something. I'd be like, oh, what was that? And he's like, dude, I'm, I can just play random things. It's not always a, a song. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, cool. And I just go back to him. Because Lyle was the man. I was just like blown away. I'm like, how does he do that? And like, mm. Ed was the man too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to... But like I was just fascinated. I was like, how's he do that? Well, <laughs> like, I'm just fascinated by Lyle in general because he just like yeah. he always has the dad jokes and yeah. like the goofy things going on, and he's a pretty pretty sweet dude. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh, were you at school with Griffin too? I think no? so. I think so. His name sounds familiar. Okay. I don't remember because I kind of did it, and I was kind of like, 
I was trying to figure everything out, like musically. I'm like, they would show you how to play songs there, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I'm like, why does it work? So I was like going everywhere and yeah. just like going to mic nights and sitting in on people and bugging people for lessons, trying to figure out how stuff worked. And that's why, like, I I try really hard to have my students teach, like, teach my students how to think musically. Yeah. So beyond just like. Um, regurgitating a song i'm like all right well what are the other things we can do with it how is the theory working into it yeah that's cool um learning yeah. how to fish exactly yeah. uh and i don't know i like to promote creativity too because i came around as a songwriter and for yeah. me it's like a totally different way of thinking to approach a song and um try and do it back the exact same way you know yeah. or to i don't know just like remember lyrics rather than like come up with your own <laughs> yo for sure well and then eventually once you come up with your own you got to remember them anyway so you get back to that that's still a useful skill yeah being able to um mm -hmm. re uh, um uh, convey the feeling it's that it's so early to... in the morning <laughs> i know it's it's early but uh we got a lot of got a lot of trying to get it all in today getting everyone in but um uh, i sip my coffee yeah. Well, you got to you got to teach today, right? That's No, my kids have a show. Oh, that's cool. Where yeah. At? I would promote it, but I don't know when are you releasing this podcast? This will come out like next week. Okay. So, ha -ha. so go back in time one week and go to Brother's Lounge oh, at 1 doing p.m. Lounge. Nice. And What's you'll see show? a whole bunch of children dressed in Halloween costumes <laughs> rocking out to all the best songs in the world and they will yeah. be better than you and you'll feel really bad about yourself. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> or doing? you'll be inspired. Hopefully the latter. <laughs> Are you doing, um, uh, um, is it all like Halloween themed? Is it like Misfits no, and stuff? No, it's kind of like a show promotion okay. thing. So we so have five the... different shows this season and yeah. all the kids are doing like two songs from their show. So there's okay, like a Frank so... Zappa show and a okay. 50s show and a old school punk. Um, I'm in the, the soundtrack show. What was the soundtrack? Oh, it's all different songs. So yeah. it's different so like scenes from movies. Gun and stuff. That's what I said. We should do "Take Your Take My Breath Away," whatever that song yeah. is. I wanted so that was the first one, <laughs> but no, we're not doing that. Right. Um, I don't we know. have we are doing Ghostbusters though. Okay, so like, that's that works. kind of Halloween. Yeah, that works. Um, yeah, and then actually like. Uh, I didn't. Have, I'm not the director. I'm the assistant. Yeah. So he well, picks Tommy, some, some like. Tommy's director, right? Well, Tommy's the director of the whole entire, this is a School of Rock podcast. It's, it's cool. Like, <laughs> of the whole entire school. Yeah. So he's in charge of like Everything. Um, the people in, in all three locations and a managing the house band. And um, we this year have a B team house band as well. So um, that's cool. Each show, though, has a staff director who does curates whole, everything yeah okay. uh-huh and tommy kind of checks off on it all right so you then, did it you set it up nice mm -hmm. all right and Someone's i'm gotta do that. i'm the assistant so i go around and steal people's cell phones and tell them to pay actually attention. pay attention okay. and like get on that go in that room and practice the guitar <laughs> let's work on your harmonies <laughs> and that's kind of how i spend my days that's pretty sweet though like yeah. that's what I'd rather be doing is being yelled at to learn stuff because I don't have time to learn that shit. Oh, if you like, pay me, I will come to your house and yell all right, at you. All right, cool. <laughs> that, that? that goes to anybody out there in podcast land. I'm, yeah. I'll happily take your money to come to your house and yell at you. <laughs> Just not early, though. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. It's just the, the, the pay scale goes uh, up. It gets higher the earlier. <laughs> yeah. If you want a 6 o'clock, that's like 60 bucks <laughs> an I just hour. need time for my voice to warm up, you know? How long does it take that for you? Uh, every day is different. Depends yeah. on how much water we've had. and like, like how much screaming. From, all right. But I find yeah. like two hours, and then I can like not sound like fucking Darth Vader or Batman or whatever. Like after two yeah, hours, like I start pain. to yeah, Hello. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rachel, <laughs> but like, um, I it's a day by day thing. I, I feel like my voice has kind of been raspy for a while now. Gotcha. <laughs> I've been pretty abusive to it, but it fits my aesthetic. So that works. We're just gonna go with it. Yeah. Eventually, just Tom waits it. You'll be good. Oh yeah. That's me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Like yeah. event, like the fifty years times. from now, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, all right, so you started singing uh, your first record, not a diss record, but a lot of uh, frustration released on it. Yes. Oh, it was like uh, a scorned heart. Like I'm a 14 year old girl, even though I'm 21. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a lot of that. <laughs> so fair enough. I mean, those are all real emotions, and they gotta yeah. get out there. You know what I mean? So, so uh, how many recordings have you put out so far? All right. So that that CD had 12 tracks on it. Okay. Dang, that's um, a long. That's a long first one. Yeah. It's a lot of. That's okay. Keep going. Isn't that Sorry. silly? And no, then it's not. <laughs> I put out a five-song EP called Take Me, and that one was with uh, Mike Barrick, Brian Davidson, Jim Wall, and Luke Pernisi. Okay. And then um, Group, my short-lived oh, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which, you guys had the music video. We, yeah. I was so proud of that project. The and, video you know, or the band? Of everything. Okay, okay. Yeah. That was a cool band for sure. Yeah. Um, Anyway, that we put out a five-song EP, and we put out a music video single, and then we also like re-recorded that track for the EP. So, okay. I guess you like got three, the, you got three records out. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Was it so? What brought about group? Because like that was that was well, you, Luke, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Dom. Yeah. And uh, who else? There was Joe one. Boda. Joe Boda. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be in a band my whole entire life there it is get the group together <laughs> and um it just came really naturally we were all really good friends and um uh with my ep take me that i did with jim i just had so much fun like reworking songs i had written with other people and i think music is the best when it's collaborative For sure. you know because I, yeah, you get different people's opinions in there and like something really cool comes from it. And so that was the whole concept of group. Like we took like songs that I wrote and we reworked them and like I wanted everybody to feel like they were like a part of the band. I didn't want it to just be about me. That's why yeah. it wasn't like the Taylor Lamborn group yeah. or like yeah. Or uh, um so everybody got shared writing credit and everything on it and like that was the whole concept. I wanted Okay. It was a group Effort. It was a group effort. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Well, I remember oh. we played a show. I played. I can't remember. We did dog stock. Dog stock. That's what it was. It was a mm-hmm. weird backyard festival. That was with, so fun. And you, you know, got, you know that backyard was like a three hole. Um, like it was a big backyard. Guitar, or not guitar. <laughs> what it was three guitars three, long. Three hole golf course. 
Because <laughs> I guitar course. <laughs> a guitar course. Yeah, it's early. It's it early. A, it was a three-hole, yeah, golf course. Was it? Wouldn't it be a bass? Because like four. Ah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I uh, host this mic night in Olmstead, and a lot of the people that I think run dog stock go to the mic night a lot. Oh, so really? So it's always in. Yeah, it's always in the back that, of my on mind. What? On Thursdays, Thursdays, Thursdays in Olmsted Falls, Aces Depot, eight thirty to eleven thirty, baboom. Aces Depot. I like that. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> Sample <laughs> it for me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember. Was that how long was the group around when that gig happened? Was it fairly new? I don't. Yeah, that was our first show ever. Oh no way! <laughs> nice. Because I remember, like, after that, seeing stickers of group. The stick figures everywhere. Yeah, because Dom is a little vandal. <laughs> yeah, but that was impressive. He I'm was like, great. He would just stick them group? everywhere. Because his his I don't know if he, um what he's doing these days, but um he vandalizing. Yeah, well he would drive for his job. Oh, okay. And so like everywhere that he would go, it'd be like bloop 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 bloop. <laughs> but it gets it like that's there's this whole theory that I'm sure in communications you probably learned the actual theory for it, but if you see something like thirteen times, you'll remember it. Yeah. Um gosh, there's there's the same thing like sonically. Like if you hear a song you hate it the first time, if you hear it like mm-hmm. a couple times in a row, you You can Yeah. Patch it. Cause that makes sense because like I guess when you're listening to music, your brain's predicting what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, music that's in, like, has weird... Has been dumbed down. <laughs> yeah, it has been dumbed down. But, like, in weird time signatures, some people uh-huh. are like, yeah, that's, that's nice. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, it's Or some people get into the weird time signatures because they're like, oh, it's something different. Yeah. You're, like, jolting your brain. You actually like, make me listen and pay attention. That's the thing, too. Mm-hmm. So, but it depends on who you are and if you're, like... If you're like, okay, I'm open to like listening to the, you gotta make that decision. But when you do, your brain's like, likes being able to predict what's coming next. It's like, oh, sweet, nice kick drum. Oh, sweet stickers everywhere. Or I don't know. But like, yeah. uh, but okay, so then what happened with group? Why did it disgroup? Um, gosh. That was a hard one. <laughs> Is it a bunch of different, different things or? And, uh,. I, I haven't figured out how to, like, publicly discuss it. But basically... Okay. I don't want to, like... Yeah, group fell apart a week after our EP release. Okay, <laughs> so just a lot of different things. Yeah, Because uh-huh. to be fair, everyone in, in the group was in different groups. Groupception. Because, like, yeah. wasn't Joe... Joe was playing with Ray. Joe and Dom were both playing with Ray. Okay, and I know Dom's um, been in a bunch of bands. Yeah, and so kind of... I guess, like, what happened was Luke left the band, and Dom and Joe, because they were playing with Ray, were like, okay, cool, well, we'll just keep doing this. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, I'm sad. (laughs) But now, (laughs) you you got a new project going, Solo Dolo 5000. Yeah, all I care about is me now. Screw everybody else. Screw everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) About... You. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, it's fair enough. Like, it keeps, you got to keep going at it, and you're doing it. Yeah. You're on the 16th of November. <laughs> exactly. So this is, this is kind of like my, like, re-attacking the music career, you know. That's awesome. I took a, a bit of a hiatus there for a while. Now, did you do some traveling? Because, like. I did. When I met you for the 
first time, I think, here, one of the first times I heard you, you were, like, going to play in, like, Brazil or something? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. All right. Yeah. I have a really cool friend, Drew LaPlante. Yeah. Um, and I met him at an open mic night on Putin Bay that he runs in the summer um, on, at Topsy Turvy. Okay. Okay. And um, literally, I had known him drunkenly for three hours. And his girlfriend at the time, Carol, was like, let's get breakfast in Lakewood. And she's like, you should come to Costa Rica with us. And I was like, okay. Sure. All right. Why not? You know, when was this? Like, was this before any of the groups? or? Yeah, like... this was before group. Okay. Um, and uh, so I went for a month with these two strangers <laughs> to Costa Rica. And yeah. Drew hooked me up with a whole bunch of shows. And he was like such a like gracious host and a really cool dude. And Whoa. we ended up touring um, when we got back to the States. We went all over. We went to New Orleans and um, uh, Austin, Texas. And then wow. we, we came back to the, um, to the East Coast and hit up uh, North Carolina and South Carolina, I think. Okay. I'm trying to remember. It was probably in the reverse order. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. but yeah, uh, and since then I've been able, fortunate enough to go back to Costa Rica because of like the connections you made. Connections that I made through Drew. And he's down there most of the year, actually. What? Really tearing it up. And, you know. What's he play? He plays the guitar and he yeah. sings. And okay. He's, he's a songwriter and he like definitely does like the, the hippie vibe. Like, okay. Love yourself and uh, right. be here now, and that's, that's one of his crazy. really cool songs. Be here now. Be here now. Um, Plug. Yeah. Check it out. Spotify. Yeah, drill the plant. What up, buddy? <laughs> Was it? Um, that's crazy. How did the audience respond? To me? There? Yeah. Or, well, the or thing d- is, I imagine they know Drew. So yeah. Well, um, well, so where he lives in Costa Rica, it's a lot of expats. Okay. So um, it's just kind of like, I mean, people from like Canada and Australia yeah. and the U.S. and like Germany. And um, we, a lot of them speak English and they kind of like, it wasn't too much of like a cultural divide. Um, so, I, I mean, everybody responds similarly to how they do here in the States. Okay, cool. It's just we're surrounded by like Different. banana trees. <laughs> <laughs> potassium actually, trees is actually like i don't know oh no there are potassium plants there are a lot of um, coconuts the coconuts are so good yeah yeah that's crazy because that, i remember when i first met you you said you were going there so maybe it was on your second time there yeah i like, don't know or maybe, maybe it was the first because i was just like i i swore i saw you here at the old space for the first time like playing or i can't or maybe the root yeah for some no reason. actually it was before the first time okay i i um yeah. All right. Because I was I've still in for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember like being blown away, and then like you're like, yeah, I'm playing in Costa Rica. I'm like, what? I can't get a gig in like Michigan. Like, you know what I mean? Like out of the town, and you're playing out of the country. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it was. It is really cool, and I want to go back. Actually, some of the fellas from Costa Rica, they'll randomly like message me. Yeah. And, you know, All right, well, like, if you need home. a tour, tour friend, I'm coming with. Let's go. I, I'm asserting <laughs> myself. I'm going. I want to tour Costa Rica. Yeah. If you're down. <laughs> I kind of want to just tour all over again. Yeah. I, I, How that, did you do that before? Did you book it all? Sorry, I didn't mean to yeah, cut you off. Yeah, uh-huh. Damn. Just, yeah. So what'd you do? What was your technique? Everyone's got a different one. Um, I made sure I didn't have rent I had to pay. Nice. 
So I like sublet and I was like, peace out. Everything's going <laughs> in a storage unit. <laughs> and then just hit it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I mean, I used uh, like some websites like Indie on the Move. I okay. messaged friends in different places. The best thing for me was I made sure to go places that I knew people. So like going to the College of Worcester, I was so lucky because all my friends were from different states and they're oh, like, yeah. hey, okay. what up? You can come stay with me in Boston or you can come stay with me. And okay. they and we were all, they were all young and they yeah. didn't mind like a weird chick Person sleeping just, on their couch. Yeah. So yeah, and no spouse to be like, who is this? Yeah, they <laughs> weren't like, like babies for me to keep yeah. up. Laura's like, now I think it would be a little bit more difficult. But like financially, also I'm in a better place where I'm like, well, I can get an Airbnb tonight if I need <laughs> to. Um, but yeah, I always made sure that I was uh, like within a stone's throw of somebody I knew. That's cool. Um, and. Uh, I just kind of like just looked at the markets and tried to figure out different venues and I reached out and it's just like any like sales situation. You So the communications come in handy? Yeah. <laughs> I, it does. But well yeah. more more like your sense of like self preservation needs to be there because you will be rejected two hundred times before where somebody will be like, Yeah, come on out, you know? Like, yeah. That's just how it is. Like Yeah, for sure. Cause like, these venues get three thousand emails a day. Yeah. I know from like helping my other friends around here book, like they're like, We get so many we can't reply to them. Yeah. It's just <laughs> and, they it just it? happens. And I'm sure yeah. you do here. Oh for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. well here it's a different different kind of situation because we're this nonprofit art gallery that mm-hmm. is hidden in the above a Asian market. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's not as crazy as like at the Beachland or like mm-hmm. Grog or something. Yeah. But, um, it's definitely cause like I've, I've tried to, uh, book out. I try to do like a weekly, a uh, monthly weekend warrior dash. I can talk where I'll book out a weekend in a different state. Just try to do like two shows mm-hmm. by myself. And then like, I'll go <laughs> there three times a year, then come back with the band. Yeah. After I've met people, like how you're saying, you know, once you know someone, it's so much easier. But yeah. I was, okay. I was just curious because, like, everyone's got, like, different mad, you know, different technique to uh, navigating yeah. the madness. And that, that's I, a, I guess my technique is just want it and hustle and, like, don't take, or, or take no for an answer, but then find somebody else say yes. Solid. <laughs> solid. I don't, I think that's, like, a solid piece of advice mm-hmm. to end on. <laughs> yeah, because like it's been a lot of talking. <laughs> it's been a lot of talking, but November sixteenth here at Negative Space, you're playing with Ray Flanagan, uh, by Light We Loom, and the Morning Bird. Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, it's a, they're a confusing band. All right, Taylor, thanks for hanging out. Thank you.